graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. You got to wash your ass. <laughs> See, let me explain to you folks. You can let your armpits go a couple of days maybe, but not your ass. How could you tell someone, I love you darling, knowing in your heart you haven't washed your ass? I'm not talking about your whole ass. I'm talking about your ass. Oh, you'd be surprised the pollution that can be found in an area the size of a dime, or a 50 cent piece, or a silver dollar. Now, you know your ass better than I do, but you got to wash it. Tell me, how could you turn around in bed with your loved one upside down to 69 and have them wash your ass? To coin a phrase, when you're 69ing, your ass ain't but one inch from your loved one's nose. One inch. Don't do that to someone you love. Wash your ass. You lay there thinking, no one knows. Shit, the nose knows. Another thing that can wreck your love life. And this is for you fellas. Men, stop wearing white shorts. Please, fellas, you gotta stop wearing white shorts. You know why? Because every wash day, every pair of your white shorts Got a brown smudge in the seat. <laughs> Your wife don't want that shit. Stay the fuck at home. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, the guy who makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Two months later. Yes, Paul, I apologize as we always do to our our listeners. Uh, it has been just over two months since our last podcast. Uh, it's one of those things that life really has gotten in the way. And, you know, you and I have both moved uh, since mm-hmm. the last podcast, you know, so, you know, uh, uprooting your whole fucking life. And the whole thing is that, like, and it's, and it's nothing against you. <laughs> you know, I have friends that, like, I have friends that will help me a little bit. And I, and, and I, I, and trust me, I would, I, my move would probably would not have been completed without the help of, you know, try to get by with my friends. Um, but, it, well, you know, I would have helped you, but, you know, I had some things going on, as you remember. So yeah. that, that, that kind of got in the way of me. And you were moving, and you were moving like kind of the same time I was moving. So. Yeah, I was. So it didn't, it really didn't align very well, honestly. So. And so my old shitty apartment, which was, you know, which was a walk up, you know, and, and then to bring shit downstairs, you know, a couple of flights and then to bring it to a new apartment, which, you know, is, I mean, it's, you know, you, now you have to carry shit upstairs. Like, like the funny thing is I, I was actually more exhausted bringing things downstairs than it was upstairs. Cause like, you know, when you go downstairs, it's sort of like you got to make sure that you know and i'm already a big guy i already carry a lot of fucking weight in my fucking knees and everything like that but when you're carrying shit you know and you don't want to drop it and stuff like that so uh since the last episode 
uh, you know, we both moved, so there's a stress of that. And I had help with some of my friends, but I was sort of, and also like, I didn't have the luxury of being able to like rent a, a rider truck. So I was sort of like, I was doing a little bit each day. Okay, I'll bring the mattress this day, and I'll bring a bunch of, you know, bins with stuff in it, and I'll bring this, and I'll bring some chairs, and I'll bring, you know, I'll bring yes. you know, my cabinets and stuff. And, and, and so that took a lot of that, that like the whole month of September took you know i didn't i could i didn't want to fucking breathe in september and then uh yeah like september like i really wanted to fucking die and uh, all right let's meet that for now <laughs> that's my uh uh you gotta love it so we're, we are recording this the day after election day and, just, and we're still counting and, and just for still- some context as we're recording this um things are remarkably uh right now things are so close for biden uh, and of course you know the the you know uh, two like two states don't even start counting their fucking ballots uh, the mail-in ballots till tomorrow but like as we're recording this according to google uh the trump and biden breakdown has biden at 264 electoral votes and trump at 214 uh, which is funny because there's only there's only four organizations calling arizona right now mm -hmm. and none of them are the major like networks so it's kind of like uh okay all right. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I, I think, okay, according to Google, uh, Google's saying it's getting its results from the Associated Press. And so yeah. the, the goal to hit is 270. Biden's at 264 right now, which feels like, you know, and of course, you know, I don't want to be too optimistic. I don't want to jinx it. You know, this, even if Joe Biden hits 270 before Trump does, um, this is going to be contested. It's going to be debated. Well, it's going to go to Supreme already, Court. Um, he's already suing in... Um, let's see. In uh, so it, let me see. So it's sorry. So PA, he's Pennsylvania. Uh, I think he's doing Michigan, and I think he's gonna try in Wisconsin. Oh, he, he's he's suing. No, I'm sorry. So it's Michigan, it's Pennsylvania, and it's Georgia that he's suing. And then they're gonna do a recount in Wisconsin. But here's the thing. It's funny because he can't. They can't do any of those recounts mm -hmm. until you know. All of that comes through until they do all their. So first of all, they counted all the votes, mm -hmm. and then they do their audit of everything. So yeah, I mean, he's gonna fight it. You know, I mean, once again, we're recording this the day after election day. Like he announced himself the winner last night, like way before. You know, he you know he was fighting against. Uh, you know, well, he, he thinks pissed. all the ballots should be in on on the night of the election, which is bullshit. He, he was he was pissed because Fox News was the first one to call Arizona, and obviously Fox News is his baby so if they're going against him in any way fashion or form he's gonna get pissed mm -hmm. so yeah he was pissed and 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 you know he already said you know they're already putting out the narrative out there that like the longer we go to count votes the more there is a chance of there being uh, fraud and all this shit. and once again i'm not saying i agree with it i'm just saying because that's the narrative they're putting out the long you know the results need to be uh that night and not uh you know and it's because people have been coming out in fucking record numbers uh even what they said in texas before the before election day more people came out to vote than and than ever came out in 2016 altogether <laughs> when all of a sudden done in 2016 in 2016 uh, already in 2020 more people came out to vote ahead of time and i was sort of i'll be honest with you i was sort of like worried you know all these like everybody i know was voting ahead of time i think you did you, didn't you vote ahead of time didn't no you i voted on i voted on election day. Oh, okay no i'm sorry so i mean a lot of people i mean i my, my timeline was filled with people voted ahead of time and i was worried like is there going to be you know computer problems you know i don't i don't think where i live <laughs> 
<laughs> the fucking hood. I wasn't expecting there to be like white supremacists with guns outside the fucking <laughs> the polling place. Like, you know, I wasn't expecting, you know, because and don't, don't be wrong. That's a very real and dangerous thing that's happening in other fucking states. But I wasn't expecting that. And I <laughs> Not in my fucking neighborhood. Um, you know, uh, people worried about that. You know, I was worried about mechanical failure. You know, and also just just to be honest, this being such an important uh, popular election, you know, I thought I was going to be stuck online between you know behind nine hundred you know eighty year olds. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I the you know, and I'll be honest with you, dude. I mean, I was there. I was probably in the office. Um, you know, I mean, if in the door and out the door, less than fifteen minutes. Um, you know, uh, the lady that signed me. The one thing that was kind of weird is the lady like i i gave her my name and stuff like that and she says oh we already received your mail-in ballot and i said what i didn't fucking mail in any ballot. <laughs> I, I, i'm here to vote today and then she realized that it was like someone with you know it was, it was a chris clone but it was a different initial so stuff like that does kind of worry <laughs> worry me but you know i don't think you know i don't think that's a rampant thing that's sort of going to be you know um i don't think that's a rampant thing that's going to fucking change the world and decide you know change the 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 election but uh I, i'm just hoping that we find out tonight honestly yeah i mean i mean my experience and you know and i've been voting there for the past couple of years because even though i technically technically did move that was still my election place like i was still like you know i'm not going to try to like oh what's the local place for me now and i i mean i literally moved you know a couple miles away so it's not like uh i you know i moved to the other side of the planet or anything like that and so with that um i guess you know another part of the reason that we didn't record is that with the move and everything like that and of course long-term listeners of the fan uh, long term listeners of the show will know that you know my daughter's mother passed away in august and in june excuse me what am i saying holy shit. in june and since june and with the move and stuff like that my daughter has come understandably like a, a lot more clingy and attached mm-hmm. and you know and it's sort of weird you know i know you know it's very easy me easy for me to paint that picture like oh i'm a single dad and all this other shit and, and you know like and i am i'm a fucking single dad uh you know and i'm not looking for fucking like pity or anything like that but you know i'm i you know i, I am a single dad there's no other person right now <laughs> you know if, god forbid i die you know i don't even know where my daughter would go i mean I, i'd have i think i have to i have to fucking make a will or something like that where, where my daughter will go if god forbid something happens to me but you know uh you know like right now nobody can fight me for my daughter <laughs> no one has any kind of legal ground to besides you know now that her mother's passed um you know and and that that also takes a lot out of you know being a single dad and to a daughter that is and i was saying not uh, needy's not the right word because you know she's understandably you know uh she she's you know she already lost one parent and she's scared she might lose another you know i'm saying that that kind of fear you know a 10 year old you know they understand mortality and stuff like that and you know she she's terrified of the idea of losing another parent and stuff like that so um you know she's been you know, for lack of better, you know, up my ass. You know, I, I you mm-hmm. know, she always wants to be around me. And, and we moved to a new apartment, and you know, she has a nice room and stuff like that. But she still insists on, you know, going to my room and you know, and sleeping in my bed and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, and I don't want to fight it because you know, it's still, you know, the wound is still fresh. She's 10 years old. She just lost her mother. You know, that's yeah. got to be traumatic and stuff like that. So you know, uh, you know, I, you know, hopefully we'll we'll push things in the right direction where you know we have to put a little more boundaries and, and limits and stuff like that. But, you know, for the time being, you know, I'm not going to be fucking, you know, I'm not going to 
you know, you know, I'm not going to give my daughter tough love. You know, she's she's just lost her mom, you know, a couple months or so. Uh, so you know, and with that, you know, with my daughter, like it's it's hard for me to record with her here. Right now, she's with her mom's best friend, and you know, they're doing stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I do have somewhat of a support net, support group, community. It takes a village to raise a child, <laughs> but you know, um. You know, I, I just, you know, I need some adult time. You don't know how bad, like, you know, I mean, there, there are some bars open in Rochester. You don't know how bad I just want to just go to a bar and just fucking chill out and have a couple of beers and just chill. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. But, you know, and I love my daughter. You know, I want to spend time with her. You know, not, you know, you know, where we are in that, uh, you know, the remote learning. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we talked about it on the last episode, but let me tell you, Paul, I want to fucking drop kick some of these kids in her fucking class. <laughs> you know, I get up right now, you know, uh, I'm still on furlough from my job. And uh, so I get up, I get her ready for school. She has her laptop going. Obviously, if she has her laptop going for school, I'm not going to be like watching TV and getting on, you know, I can get on the internet because the way my, my computer's positioned, like it doesn't, it's not going to be distracting for her for to be on her laptop while I'm doing stuff on my laptop, but I'm not going to have the TV on. I'm not going to be playing music or if I do have music, you know, I have my, I have my Bluetooth headsets and stuff like that. So, um, but you know, for the most part, you know, I'm just trying to take care of things and I'm going, we're going around the house and the kids in her class irritate the fuck out of me. I want to drop kick these little fucking monsters. And, uh, like, there's one kid that has, for no reason whatsoever, like, he has, like, a microphone that's, like, 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 he's playing fucking Fortnite. Like, he has a microphone that's, like, it's, like, the one that, like, goes to your mouth that, like, has, like, a little arm from the headset. So all the other kids that are using the built-in microphone on their Chromebooks, this kid is using a fucking, uh, you know, like, he's playing fucking Fortnite and blows everyone else out, you know, like, when he talks, like, and I'm like, dude... There's no reason for you to have this shit. And the whole thing is he can't hear it because he doesn't, you know, you don't hear yourself talk. You just, it just plays. And I'm like, well, I wish the fucking teachers would say something, but no one says anything, you know, to the fucking kid. And it's, well, I, they don't, it's, like, it's not my position just, to say anything. Well, so does your kid have to wear her uniform when she records? No, thank God. No. Okay. Not well, records, well, I'm sorry. Anyway, she the, like for us a podcast. Uh, no, because uh, they got rid of those, they got rid of the school uniforms about a year ago. Luckily. I mean, that was, you know, you know, some people like it some people don't like it i was kind of glad they got rid of the, the school uniform so even in, even if she was in school she wouldn't be wearing a uniform right now is that what they're doing yeah. to your kid are they making him wear a uniform no 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 no. he he just he has school so they um the way his school district was working was they were going to do um it's monday tuesday thursday friday mm-hmm. and then wednesday they used to clean the schools um basically they were going to put him in school for just Thursday and Friday, because mm-hmm. some kids would go Monday and Tuesday, some kids would go Thursday, Friday. And I said to him, I'm like, look, he, he did a terrible time with um, uh, with online learning last time, and I'm just like, can we just, you know, just have him in school the whole time? Mm-hmm. Because it's gonna be it's gonna be beneficial to him anyways if we do it that way. So yeah, so that's kind of why I was like. Let's just do it this way. They were fine with it. So that's what he's been doing. He goes Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday, Friday. And it's been working. He's been actually doing really well in school because of it. Yeah. But. My thing is that, like, because right now we're doing the remote learning, and then I get these automated phone calls from the city. And the automated phone call, and I could, um, once again, we, uh, this is kind of stuff we discussed before the podcast, but if I'm under, maybe I'm totally misunderstood the phone call. It sounded like they said in January they're, gonna, they're seriously contemplating uh, going to, like, a, you know, a four-day schedule 
school, sort of like what they were doing with the, um, you know, with the learning. But if I understand correctly, there's also an option to opt out. And right now, I am not comfortable. Me personally, I'm just not comfortable with sending her to school, um, you know, until like these numbers start dropping. I mean, and then the funny thing is like in Monroe County, I mean, where we live, they, the numbers have like, there's triple digit numbers recently of reported cases. Yeah. Yeah. There's over a hundred cases per day. It feels like and, sometimes. So. And so like, you know, and of course, this is, we were expecting this. This is the second or maybe even the third wave. Some people are saying it's a third wave, you know, or whatever. We were anticipating a second, at the, at the very least, a second wave at this time of year. Um, I, I haven't gotten my flu shot yet. I know you recommend we we do, and I should, and I haven't, and I'm, I'm being a negligent on my own health. You know, even though I did go for a test, though. I did go for the COVID-19 test. Um, I haven't actually done that yet, but I did get a flu shot the other day. Yeah, I, um, now the one thing, and I, you know, I could only speak from Monroe County, and I and I know, obviously, we have listeners from all around the world, all the way down to Peru. And I checked the email. No, no Oscar letter. <laughs> no Oscar letter. This, this, uh, this episode. Uh, but with me, um, I went to like the uh, Board of Health website, and it redirected me to like the Rochester, you know, division or whatever. And totally free, uh, which is great because right now I don't have insurance. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm applying for Medicaid, but that's another. Story. Well, I'm in the same boat as you. So yeah. no, but they go. It's. I'm just saying is like we live in a world where it's so sad that it's like. Okay, you don't have enough insurance to get. Um, you don't have enough insurance to to to. to you don't have health insurance, but but you know the 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 most popular test, the the easiest one to book and the quickest one to book is in a car. <laughs> and it's so weird that it's sort of like yeah. you know yeah because they they do it through the if car. If you don't have right. health insurance, there's probably another chance you may not have a car fucking either. So um, out here, it's you know what they call MCC Monroe Community College. You go down to the college, and I and I I had posted about this on Facebook, but boy, did they have their shit together. And I mean, I'm not saying that uh, sarcastically. So did you either. did you make an appointment, or did oh, yeah, you? So I go to the website, you make an appointment. Um, then what you do is like, um, you know, you give them like, you know, once again in this world, you know, you everything is like so automated. Where like I gave them like my cell phone like number, and they like, would you like to receive texts or whatever? And so the text said, you know, uh, you know, come in, you know, whatever Wednesday in Monroe Community College at this particular lot. At this particular time and uh let me tell you boy it was a fucking experience because you know you pull up to the lot and the whole and you know monroe community college is a pretty pretty big fucking campus so you know first you have to drive around just to fucking find the lot that you got to get to um so when i went there was fucking state troopers there was rochester pd and there was motherfuckers in military uniforms like i don't want to say soldiers because i don't know i i, I, I sadly enough i'm not a, a well-versed in our, <laughs> our armed services and so it could also have been because they were all relatively young of course you know you have to be any anyone from 18 to 22 is still young you know uh they could have been they could have been people who were actually in the service or it could have been maybe it might have been the college's junior rotc you know the, the, the people you know they go to school but they also follow military so like when they finish college they go right in as as officers and such but there were people in fucking full fatigues you know you pull up and there's signs everywhere don't roll your window down don't you know, so you come in, and then, like, there's a person there with, like, <laughs> they have the signs already, like, there on, la- like, laminated sheets, like, do you have your ID? Do you have your appointment number? You know, and then you kind of just nod. Then, you know, they wave you forward to the next, like, checkpoint, you know. Um, then, like, there's a lady, like, oh, you know, then then this one is sort of weird, because, like, you know, now you're yelling through your window, like, what's your appointment number? What's your this? What's what's your last name? You know, what's... Oh, and they also tell you uh, to take your ID and put it on the dashboard. So, like, you know, they could just look over, you know, look in your windshield and and, and check your check your ID, get all your information, address, yada yada yada. Um, you know, then you know you pull forward to another area. They ask you a few more questions, and then you know then you pull into like where the tent is, 
and there's the people in the fucking spacesuits and stuff like understandably so you know in the spacesuits and and the whole thing is that like since it's the free test it's the one that the people don't want like like you know if you have the option uh, you know i got the brain tickler <laughs> they take that long ass fucking the long ass fucking q-tip you know they tell you lean back and they you know the girl goes and you know they swipe it around and i mean this thing goes to the back of your fucking throat and she goes you're gonna want to gag you're gonna want to cough and of course you know this person doesn't want you to cough on her face even though she wears the mask and the spray shield and everything like that she's like you're gonna want to cough you're gonna want to gag or whatever and and it's way (laughs) way down tickle the back of your brain move it and they moved it around and then like and it's such a weird feeling it's like and i mean it's not it's not a bad feeling it's not pain but it's just like like this is weird like obviously things aren't supposed to be that deep inside your skull so <laughs> you know they they you know they they dig around they guess they got to get some some good mucus in there and stuff like that uh they go and then they go boom you know uh you'll have your results in a couple of days i went on a friday i had my results on a tuesday and once again it was it was it was the options where they asked me do you want to receive your do you want to receive your results as a text message which to me seems like the fastest way so i mean for for friday to tuesday turnover for me that's fine <laughs> especially if you're talking for free um my daughter um and my daughter had set up through her doctor where like all i had to do was take her to uh um uh um what's the word i'm looking not the emergency room urgent care i had a, I, you know you go you, i like you know they were like i could go to any urgent care in the network you know and went to the urgent care you know and then it's weird because you want to get tested but you're going to around a place where fucking sick people are at so that's sort of like that part i didn't sit well with you know what i'm saying like i'd rather had i you know and her test was a little easier so she didn't she didn't get the brain tickler they still had to send they still had to swab a thing around in her nose uh which she wasn't comfortable with but then again my daughter's fucking dramatic <laughs> uh but so uh but you know once again you know you hear seeing if you tested for COVID 19 and then you're looking at everybody in the fucking room <laughs> this is like all you motherfuckers have right. it i hate all you <laughs> i hate i hate yeah. the populace <laughs> i've been avoiding people on purpose for the past six months i don't want to be in a room full of six people <laughs> but uh i mean luck lucky luckily knock on wood since our since our test which is like weird it's like over a month now um because it was right when uh, and luckily like my and it was right when because my daughter did go to Texas and she visited with her aunt for two weeks and so it was funny it was almost like two weeks to the day like like two weeks in a, in a, in a day when my daughter got tested because you're supposed to isolate when you get back from a place like so well she did she fucking stood home with me <laughs> you know where the fuck are we going um so uh i mean so, so she was like unofficially isolated and so luckily i mean knock on wood i mean i had i had i had one buddy of mine uh say he tested positive uh he lives in chicago and uh he had you know and then he had posted he had posted recently you know he isolated for two weeks and he got tested and he's clear right now i mean and you know he's probably i'm 43 i think he's like 40 and he says you know he does have asthma and he is a heavy set guy and stuff like that so you know he's not he's not the picture of health but you know for the most part in two weeks he's gotten better um which you know uh since the last episode since our last episode the fucking president got covid <laughs> which i think yeah was, i don't know like did he really get it or i like part of me is like part of me is like a conspiracy no, theory I, I think he got it because you could hear it in his voice sometimes you can still hear you could still hear it when he was doing rallies and i'm just like yeah but then again he's surrounded huh. by the fucking you know top of the top doctors in the world so you know yeah um, 
which you know that was a, you know when that happened you know we're, we're you know obviously he survived and and you know he, he survived enough to do plenty of plenty of rallies you know not uh you know sending the wrong example sending the bad message of like you know oh yeah you could just go get you know you you could get it and then you know get your medicine and then call it a day you know there's people who don't have the health and don't have you know million dollar doctors uh you know uh, on on call 24 7 so you know he's going to these rallies and is sending like this message you know and yeah the people in the background are wearing maga masks and stuff like that but it's sort of like yeah they're wearing masks because someone set you know those people who stand behind trump are set up there by you know there's, there's people who who they position people there and it's always you know the latinos for trump or the lady women for trump or blacks for trump and you know you know all, all the all the fucking tokens they could put on stage let's be real here you know and then the rest of the audience looks like fucking you know joe billy bob dean and it's funny how like did you see like on, on, on one rally they had like a rally i want to uh, it was like i, I want to say it was wisconsin where like there were people that like they left old people out in the cold yeah and and they were waiting for the buses and the buses never showed up and fucking old people got like hypothermia yeah and then they then the the trump campaign had to rush buses in to, to get them out of there and it's just like really guys and, and then they like, go to florida really? <laughs> And then, and then these and then these motherfuckers are still voting for him, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. But like, then they go to Florida, and then they have people pass out from heat exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is like, you know, yeah. I mean, we're living, you know, it's yeah. fucking, it's November, or even like when it happened like a week ago, the end of October, there shouldn't be triple digit weather <laughs> anywhere in this country. <laughs> You know, let's let's deny global warming yet have triple digit weather in fucking in November. You know, north of the equator. Um, so uh, all that happened. Um, and speaking of the end of November, speaking of the end of October, beginning of November. Yes, Halloween. Uh, past mm-hmm. uh, uh, once again, and it is sort of like you know, my daughter, the mom, my daughter's mother's best friend. Uh, they were doing their socially distanced, <laughs> security heightened, safety heightened version of of trick or treating. I wasn't a fan. I really didn't want my daughter to go out, but also like I didn't want to take her holiday away from her. And uh, in the suburbs, which is where you're gonna do most of the, the good trick, <laughs> uh, people were having um, people were building like like candy shoots, like like uh, they were taking like pipes and shit like that. So like right out the window, you could just you know put the candy out. Uh, you know, my daughter had a good time. You know, she stood with uh, you know, and it was basically just like her and like three other kids, and we all we all know each other. You know, we all know you know if if the kid was sick, no parent would have gonna let their kid go out with the group or anything like that. So um, she was with the group. Well, there were there were there were some around here too, but the uh, there was like caravans, like it, it seemed like like there were like three or four cars mm-hmm. going along the street, and I'm just like, and we didn't have any because we had other stuff going on that night, mm-hmm. but um, like we weren't handing out candy, but our neighbor was like had a shoot and was was just like pushing the candy out. I'm just like, oh my <laughs> god, really, dude? Well, you're so, the shit without candy, you know, man. <laughs> Dude, it's COVID. Why would I give out candy with but COVID? I mean, Come on. I had I, I bought candy. It's the first year in the it's the first year in this house, yeah. okay? Give me a break, all right? Next year maybe. Well, I mean I bought candy. I mean, okay, yes, I, I I mean I'll make sure I wear a gas mask if we're still in COVID, but you know I mean, yeah, I live in the hood. Um but you know and even though I technically You live in the hood I, no, I, I technically no. did have a costume, but like okay, I, I I put on a costume, but one I just put on the costume just so I can take pictures with it because it's Halloween and it's one time a year. I could dress like a fucking idiot and not get fucking judged for it. Uh, but I... Well, no, we were judging <laughs> it anyways. Just, no. I, was, I was the comedian from The Watchmen, uh, which I think is, you know, pretty funny. Oh, it was very funny, that's for um, sure. But... 
You're just going to get this harassment all night. I'm <laughs> but just I did you. have, but in uh, in the off chance that someone rang my doorbell for uh, trick or treat, I mean, one, you, know, you go to Walmart, you buy the fucking you know ten dollar bag of candy because I know I'm not going to get enough kids that I'm going to empty out that bag. And and so like, yeah. and me and my daughter like we had spent the night putting like we had like Ziploc bags. And we're like, okay, you know, this bag has a, a little you know, the fun size Snickers and fun size Twix and fun size Three Musketeers and and, and stuff like that. So we you know we made bags and so um you know and it's also just me being a fat fuck because i knew the kids were going to come and get weren't going to come or if they if kids did come and and knock on our door for uh trick-or-treating no one's going to empty out the entire bag yeah and and i'm a fat fuck i got the 20 dollar (laughs) bag and and so now after halloween i'll get that gives me a a good uh chance hey look i got all this candy in the house i gotta fucking eat it um but you know but uh but with my daughter going out i mean my point being is i was ready i had a mask i had um I had a mask and and like I had I had a, a mask like a a cover mask like for my mouth and then I actually I actually had like a mask mask which is one of those, it's one of those stupid purge masks that like has like the little neon light in it that I got a, I got like on Wish for like three bucks um so so you went to the dollar store and got yeah, it I, so, got you know, I got my purge mask I had my other mask so like in case someone did come knock on my door for candy I would have had a mask to wear and stuff like that like and then been protected myself um. Well, I'll be honest with you. If somebody knocked at, at my door and I live in the hood, I'd probably like be like, "No, that's okay." Well, I, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to explain. But like where I live, I mean, I also have like I have the door and the gate, so like I could open a door and see who it is, you know. So like, you know, if it's kids, I'm not gonna fucking, you know, I'm not gonna turn away kids with no candy, or you know. Yeah. And I'm just saying, I was ready, I was prepared for for trick or treating, even though I wasn't anticipating it. And also, like, had I lived in a nicer neighborhood, I would have had like. I would have put like Halloween decorations outside my house. So like, you know, that's sort of like the, that's sort of like the, Hey, you could come here and, and ask for candy. You know saying? If I live, if I live right. in a nice area, I would have the decorations and stuff. I mean, I have decorations in my house for Halloween, but that's cause you know, I like Halloween. Um, right. So. Well, I mean, there was, I know like my girlfriend, she took her kids to her ex's house and they did some kind of trick or treating mm-hmm. thing just uh, just at the house so that the kids could get the experience but you know a lot of parents like I, like like her were just keeping them home because yeah you know you don't want to take your kid out and get them exposed and whatnot yeah i was i wasn't um, the biggest fan of it but also like i, I just didn't want to i don't want to like deprive my daughter you know and, and i trust the friend and stuff like that sort of like you know i know they're going to do the you know uh, you know yeah. i mean it's sort of like you know like i don't want to go food shopping but like you know, I got. I'm not that I don't want to. But I'm just saying, oh, you know, I got to bring my daughter with me food shopping. Who the, you know, I don't have anybody to watch my kid. You know, I don't have a babysitter. I got to bring her with me food shopping. She wears her mask. Was not touching. And as soon as we get in the car, you know, I, we get the the uh, hand sanitizer and stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, my point is, is that like, you know, I don't want to take anything away from her. But uh, you know, we uh, have speaking, taking, speaking of taking things away from somebody. <laughs> What was that? Oh, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of like you now, so. Oh, you lost. I'm furloughed. Oh, okay, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I didn't lose my job. No. I yeah, lose I my mean, job. Uh, you know, and I, I spoke to my boss the past week, and we're sort of we sort of made contact because I'm long story short. I mean, we haven't we haven't gotten that second stimulus check, you know, and and they were fucking. Oh, and, and I need that now. Definitely. Playing with our money because they're like, oh, we'll do it after the election, and they had you know Trump ample time yeah, to do my it. My thing is that like you know I love it how they can't get stimulus checks taken care of but oh they could fucking elect uh that that, uh, that supreme yeah, court nominee uh, what the fuck have it here amy, amy comey barrett, barrett. 
Boney Carroll, yeah. Coney Barrett, <laughs> Amy Coney Whatever. Barrett. Yeah. yeah, they could they they could Whatever. they could fast track a, a, a fucking Supreme Court justice, but they can't uh, push mm. uh, stimulus checks. And the whole thing is that, and then, nope. you know, they once again, I, I'm not saying this is the narrative, but they had kind of pushed and and alluded to the narrative of, oh, you better vote Trump in, or there's going to be no stimulus checks. Like there were people, well, so- I, there were people, like they put that out there, and people fucking like believed it, you know? Well, no, I think it was more like in Florida. For example, which one for Trump? Uh, overwhelmingly, might I add, they made it out like Joe Biden was going to be like a socialist, and we all know Joe Biden's not a socialist. And especially now, because it's looking like the Republicans are going to still hold on to the Senate, it's like, dude, you're not going to be able to do anything huge right now. Now, maybe in two years we can we can get rid of the Senate, but you know we can we can pick up some seats in the Senate and flip it, but. We'll have to see. The, the the point that I'm trying to make is this: is you know, it, it's it's just it's very it's just so fucked up right now. Like I don't understand how how so many people are voting for um, <clears throat> you know, voting for this idiot because this guy just isn't doing anything good for our country. I mean, there's a reason why we're in the middle of COVID nineteen. We shouldn't be in the middle of COVID nineteen. Period. But yeah, I mean, like you know, so in October, October 9th, that was my first day of, you know, not having not having to work. But then all of a sudden, what was it? A week or two later, all of a sudden, now movie theaters can open in New York. Well, there's and in Rochester, there's like one. This is like, is it just? One, I mean, other than the drive, so the drive. No. So there's so there's the cinemas open. Uh, as far as I know, the littles open. Well, the little theater, um, yeah, and that's and that's like for the people smaller, outside of Rochester. That's like the, the the art house theater, you know. Some of the other smaller theaters, I think, are open, like the Brockport Strand. Um, but the only other two big theaters that are open in in Rochester, quote unquote, is um, AMC Webster and uh, Tinseltown. Um, but about Victor? But well, Victor's not Rochester, I guess. <laughs> but but the one in Victor, the one in Victor is like just outside of Monroe County so it's not even well, yeah, we can't a, count it's counted as, it's it's counted as Rochester yeah, that's but all those it's places not Rochester yeah, like well I'm from Rochester and then you find out they live in Victor yeah yeah and, and that's again, like, for the no, people not, like outside yeah. obviously people outside of Rochester it's like you know it, it, you go out so far and for, at first it gets really rich <laughs> like Victor's known Victor's like you know they they want to be known as a village you know and, they, and and God forbid you make a store bigger than a certain size like everything's supposed to be small and cute and everyone we all live like a village but then like you go like another five miles and then you're in fucking redneck country you know you might as well be in the down most down south fucking states then <laughs> as soon as you get past victor i mean this is this is this is kind of something i've been wanting to talk about for a while is like so the governor finally approved everything because what was it i was i want to say two or three weeks before i got furloughed they um they basically had brought some of Cuomo's crew crew in from the health department and, and showed them what what the policies were going to be, what um, the policies that, that that we were going to use and implement, and for COVID nineteen, obviously. Um, and then it just for it, for like it went one week, two weeks, three weeks, and we're just sitting here all going like, what the hell is going on here? Like, because nothing, there was no movement. There was like no movement. We're just sitting here going, okay, are you guys going to approve us or what? So the Bond movie got moved because of there's no movement in New York State. And that's when my company was like, all right, we're shutting everything down. And by the way, we're not going to have general managers watching. And I'm not a general manager, but we're not going to have people watching every single building. We're going to have one person watch several buildings. So basically, it just, you know, it, it went from 
everybody st- everybody that was doing what they were doing still had a job to now one person's watching several buildings and it's just like okay <laughs> you know what i mean like what what do i do about that and then a week you know two weeks later he says you can open movie theaters but you know my company doesn't want to really open every single theater until there's like a full slate of movies and we know that you know the the movie companies aren't going to just go oh we're pulling this movie oh we're pulling this yeah. movie you know what i mean well if so, i understand it correctly i think like like uh the bond movie might even be up for like uh and i i didn't have it on my notes but i heard that like they were trying to shop it around to see if somebody wanted to buy it and, so, and like I, but i so, think like but they're asking like a ridiculous amount though. but like right so so what what's been so there's been a lot of rumors what's been happening is, is these other studios have been putting out rumors oh, like for example there's this rumor going around about wonder woman um going to hbo max warner brothers really hasn't said anything Mm -hmm. about that yet but um the rumor is is that it's going to have like a short um a short stint in theaters and then it'll go to hbo max uh because of all the COVID stuff there's no there's no like validity to that yet but i mean that's that's something that's out there that's been talked about i you know wonder woman being the way that it was how the last one did i can't see them not attempting to at least put it in the theaters but i can understand after what tenet did why they would be apprehensive to to keep it there i think they have and not they almost have an obligation i think they have a legal obligation to put it in theaters no i mean there's no real legal contract there's no no there's no there's no legal obligation but you know so what what happened back in the day and i'll make this very quick um what happened back in the day was when and this not ba- i shouldn't say back in the day um it was about i want to say see i've been at this theater for seven years almost eight uh i would say about yeah i mean we could say back in the day because it's been about a decade probably since digital projectors went in um basically what happened was is that um the studios wanted to switch everything over to digital and not use film anymore. So what they what they decided, what they came to an agreement with all the companies and said, "Look, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you, we're going to, we want all of you to go buy these digital projectors. But what we're going to do is we're going to give you money in order to buy those digital projectors, uh, not buy, not buy, the, not money to buy them, but money to go towards that. I should say. So like, they're not giving you money to go buy fifty projectors. They're giving you money so you can help pay for those projectors you just bought so that's kind of i i think a lot of that is coming to an end but that was that's kind of what that was all about um so it, it was that but then that's about it i mean the studios aren't really helping movie theaters at the moment and it, it's a it's a very it's very frustrating um i can tell you right now and i don't work for this company amc is basically on the verge of um going bankrupt and they probably will go bankrupt by the end of the year um, and the reason for that is because they've been closed for six months. Number one, they have, <laughs> or more than six months. Eight well, months yeah, that, gonna... I mean, but so so they haven't been able to like secure the money that they need. And by the way, they're owned by a Chinese company, so that you know that's probably part of the reason too. Um, but you know, they're they're not. It's going to be very interesting to see if they survive because a lot of these theater companies are just. If a movie theater hasn't been doing well, they're getting rid of their leases and getting out of those leases as soon as possible. So, you know, don't be surprised if, if, you know, in insert city, you have less movie theaters because of this, because of COVID. Are movie theaters going to go away? No. I mean, you make millions of dollars 
sometimes billions of dollars at the at the box office why would you get rid of that i mean the new the new demon slayer anime movie in japan alone is the biggest box office hit mm-hmm. right now it's not going to do that here in the united states probably but you get what i'm saying to you like there's still an appetite for this stuff and japan is different than us and obviously anime is big out there they have amusement parts for every freaking anime it seems like but uh the point that i'm making is is movie theaters aren't going to be going anywhere it's what's happening with this pandemic is companies are shrinking their their uh their theaters and you know my company is trying to get secure money to make sure that we that we survive and that we're around and you know i'll find out next week if that's the case but i'm pretty sure we're going to be okay it's but amc is just going to be dead it's it's not looking good for them and i feel bad for those people that are working there but you know i i don't i'm not really happy with the studios like disney and warner brothers and that because they're not really helping us out and that's part of the problem so i mean and and i mean i mean let me let me just add this one part too now that i'm thinking about it like you know it's not just you know they're also hurting and i get that but then there's um like netflix and you know probably amazon prime and all the other streaming services they're not being able to record the shows that they used to record they've been lucky to to get some of this stuff done that they've been doing so I mean, them backing movies up into next year is actually probably a good thing because they haven't been able to do very much this year. So, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, next year, because everything's been backed up, is going to be a huge year for movies. So we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, the COVID cases here in Rochester need to come fucking way down because that's it's starting to get really depressing at this point. So, yeah, but be the fuck <laughs> Okay, two more things before we go to break. Okay, one, okay. haunted houses. There were no haunted houses in Rochester this season. Understandably no. so. Uh, I know there was one in New York City called Blood Manor, if I'm not mistaken. The only reason I know that is because like, there's a girl that I follow on Instagram, and she works there, and she has a bunch of pictures there and stuff like that. Um, but the which is yeah, which is Continue. which is stupid. I don't know how do you, how do you have a proper uh, I'm not a proper, but I'm just saying is the way you know uh, any good haunted house has people getting you know, and I guess if you I guess if all the actors are wearing masks, like you know, like and, and you know you could technically have it, but I mean it's kind of stupid anyway. But um, was it outside? You know, I think was it was indoors. <laughs> you know, it's one of those you know you walk you walk through the house, <laughs> and the whole thing is you know uh, by us you know they, they it's the same. It's funny. It's like it was it's that one shop down in Henrietta, or at least the one I always go to every year is called. Nightmare. And it's that one shop in Henrietta that, like, for whatever reason, has yet to get filled. <laughs> you know, just the, the fucking the state of our economy has never been filled yet. Every Halloween, they set up uh, Nightmare, and I've been bringing my daughter there for the past four. Well, they probably make a good amount of money off. Well, of yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, you know, but it's funny how like that place stays empty all year long, and then come, uh, you know, come come Halloween, you know, it's Nightmare Manor. And, they, and, and when I say that, I mean they start up like in like mid September, so like mid September and all of October as a, as a haunted house. And they charge like forty bucks a head, so I mean, I'm pretty sure, yeah, they make like good money. Um, that being said, uh, so there's no haunted houses in Rochester. I, from what I understand, there was a few haunted hay rides, and you can't, you know, these are little mom and pop operations that sell, you know, the haunted hay rides are there to bring people like that are going there to get the pumpkins. And I'm not gonna knock the, I'm not gonna yeah. knock the mom and pop haunted hay rides. That's you know, and plus like yeah. haunted hay rides, you know, you get a bunch of stupid kids, you know, 15 year olds, 20, 16 year olds, you know, and they could technically you could have make them wear the mask. On you know under their scream masks or Jason masks or, <laughs> or or any bullshit masks that they wear right you know and then well there's 
There's apparently some like drive-through haunted houses out there. There was. I don't know if there was any up here, but I know that I've seen yeah. a couple of them. I mean, and, so. and I don't, you know, I mean, my point being is that there was no haunted houses. Okay, but now the day after, excuse me, no, excuse me, Halloween was on Saturday. The Monday morning of. Uh, of my daughter going back to school, you know, you get these little fucking derelicts, these little fucking ugh, little monsters, little future felons, uh, that they go and they go, oh yeah, this weekend we went to a haunted house. And so my daughter is flipping the fuck out because she wanted to go to a haunted house, but she doesn't, and I'm like, baby, they're lying. They didn't go to a haunted house. They want to fucking, you know, their, their lives have nothing to it. So they have to lie to make them feel better. And, and, you know, and, and, and so my daughter's like flipping out thinking that there was a haunt, that she missed out on going to a haunted house. And I've explained to her, no, there was no haunted house your, your classmates are fucking lying and i want to find these little kids and fucking stomp on their little um <laughs> and um and then totally unrelated uh uh i got a bidet <laughs> yeah i, I saw got this thing and and the funny thing is that like i i wanted to get it i i don't think i could have i don't think i could have installed it in my old apartment uh but it's this thing that you know it, it takes the the line of water that that you know most people in newer houses you know you kind of have like that that braided steel line that you know puts water into the back of your you know i think where i used to live like that was it's such an old place that like uh you know the, the pipes you know it's like a pipe directly you can't intercept it um and boy has that thing changed my life <laughs> I'm telling you, people, you want to change your life, you I'm want to have a clean asshole, right uh, get yourself a fucking bidet. I mean, the one I got, I got the fucking bottom of the barrel, $40 one at Lowe's, and, and my life has changed. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, you know, you sit in the toilet... <laughs> And you know, of course, everybody breaks out their phone. Who uh, who doesn't the phone? Uh, you know, so you go, you play a couple, play a couple of rounds of whatever game you have installed on your phone. You go on Instagram, you do, and you know, and uh, you know, when all is said and done, this water shoots up your ass. Uh, and it's it's, oh dude, I tell you, you like like like. I feel like a, a religious co- convert. Like, like I want to preach the good word of the bidet. Um, you know, the water shoots up your ass. I'm and shaking the, my head. And dude, right look, now. I'm a big fat guy. I take nasty shits. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this thing, yeah, and it's so funny because like when you're shooting the water, right? It's like it feels, it feels funny. <laughs> waiter, waiter, can I have a commercial, please? <laughs> and it's weird because like, commercial? like the smell in the bathroom gets really bad because you have water shooting shit out of your ass. You know, or, or any oh remnants that were sticking around after, you know, that you would, that would end up on the paper if you would just wipe it. This is what happens when we haven't recorded for two months, people. I'm telling you, uh, late people, ladies and gentlemen, and once again, it's not sponsored, it's not, uh, you know, I, I just, like, I, I came across this great fucking product, and, and, you know, and especially after the fucking, you know, the scare that we had a couple months ago with, like, people not having toilet paper in the, uh, and don't be wrong, it's not, it's not a fucking save-all. There are still times where you still have to wipe your ass, you know, and it's still, you know, but for the most, you know, you get this jet stream, cleans your asshole, cleans the back of your balls. You know, uh, I think my balls smell like they're, they're it's not as bad as the smells they use because, you know, part of that is your ass grease and, <laughs> and all the bacteria back there. Uh, Too much information. Is, Too I'm much telling you people, you're laughing now and, and you're shaking your head. I guarantee oh, you. We need to go to that, commercials like, so like, bad right now. If your significant other or whatever got a fucking bidet and you started using it, you would fucking, you know, like, okay, I don't see you going out and buying one and, and getting it and installing it. But I telling, I'm telling you, telling you this thing is a fucking godsend. I'm not, I, I wish I was getting paid for not. Um, you know, you shoot some water up your ass, you take a shit, you some water, and then like you wipe just to get the water out of your ass. Like, just like the, you know, and let me tell you, it goes from like gentle sprinkle because it's dial. So it goes from like gentle sprinkle to like, holy shit. <laughs> 
then uh, you know when you're all said and done you know you wipe oh, and you, you call it a day I'm telling you man I, I, I recommend to anybody within the sound of my voice get yourself a fucking bidet it's it's the most wonderful uh, wonderful feeling in the world you know what I'm saying you know and I'm totally straight and I'm, I'm secure enough in my manhood and everything like that you know but I'm saying you know and, it's, and especially that I'm a big guy and stuff like that you know it's good to have a nice clean asshole so uh, I think with that we'll be back with more dick and fart show. thank god this episode of two strangers one podcast is brought to you by comics etc 1115 east main and north goodman at the hungerford building door number eight find out more information at comics etc dot biz or like them on facebook at facebook.com forward slash comics etc one did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema Psyops is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in it. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of here. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this movie. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How be did a rough you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Victory Championship Wrestling presents Lethal Leap Year, on sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for the exclusive event. Only found on bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. And we're back. All right, Paul, for those listeners out there with nice, clean assholes. Um, <laughs> oh, God, we're going to have to cut this episode. Not short, but, uh, you know, we have a little time. But then, then again, we haven't recorded in two months, so there's been plenty of news, uh, uh, nerdy news to go around. Um it is weird that everything is up in the air. I mean, we were kind of talking about the James Bond movie, uh, Wonder Woman, where that's going to go, if that's going to show up on some sort of streaming service or if it's going to go hit the theaters first. Um, you know, uh, a lot of movie productions are like slowly easing their way back in. They should, they had a picture the other day of, um, Tom Holland as, um, Nathan Drake from the Uncharted games. I mean, I, I played like one right. of them. I played like Uncharted 2 or something like that. I know people love those games. And, uh, and I know it's one of those deals where like people are like, oh, Nathan Fillion should have played it or, um, but you know, as much as I love Nathan Fillion, you know, you get a kid like, and it's the same thing with Spider-Man. You get a kid like Tom Holland. You gotta get a, you gotta get a young actor, you know, cause now 
nowadays we're making all of these movies are turning into franchise, you know, and 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 mm-hmm. so you know there's going to be a two and a three, you know, you got Nathan Fillion now, you know, where's Nathan Fillion going to be in six or seven years <laughs> when we're at Uncharted three? I mean, he he might he might have done a good job this year and stuff like that, and I, I once again I like Nathan Fillion, but you know, uh, with a young guy like Tom Holland, um, you know, I, I you know you know you have to hire a young actor. Uh, to get you know, so when you build a franchise, and it's it, it's it's so funny. Like even recently, like my my daughter just recently got into watching Stranger, like season one, and it's so weird to watch like you know that first season when they're so young. Everyone on that show is like they're kids. I mean, you know, they're obviously yes kids, but I'm just saying is like you know they're like no, they're not much older than my daughter, and and my daughter's obviously she's falling in love with the the uh, you know eleven character, and you know, and once again, all of those kids, you know, when they were hired, nobody knew who the hell they were. There's no the the one famous person on that show was Winona Ryder, and that's because she was the parent, and she's not any, she's not like the star. And so you know, like you know, it's when you when people bring up projects and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, it's very easy to go, oh, I want to see that new Tom Cruise movie. I want to see that new, uh, you know, such and such movie, and I want to see the new Nathan Fillion movie. Yeah, sometimes you need to hire young people, because then and look at this. Here we are, Str- you know, Stranger Things season four. I mean, it hasn't even started filming yet, but you know, it's sometimes you know, people, we need to stop like you know, casting people who already have have like a career and stuff like that and you know let there, let there be and look at and ever since stranger things came out there that finn wolfhard and he's been in a bunch of movies and he was an it and the funny thing is like my daughter's was more familiar with it than she was with stranger things she's like isn't that the kid from it and i'm like yeah it's sort of <laughs> you know and i explained to her like stranger things was inspired by it which then inspired the new it you know so um and then speaking of tom holland um there's been a couple of announcements with spider-man movie uh the big one okay they haven't confirmed the toby mcguire and Andrew Garfield, but they're just rumors like crazy saying that they're going to bring them in. Um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, the, the one that one that one that was confirmed is Jamie Foxx as Electro. But the same way, okay, the same way we had J.K. Simmons at the end of uh, Far From Home, where he was he was uh, J. Jonah Jameson, but he wasn't mm-hmm. like the same J. Jonah Jameson we knew from the Tobey Maguire movies. I think they're going to do that with uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro. It's going to be Electro, but it's not going to be that particular version of Electro. It's going to be an Electro from a different universe. And the whole thing is, you know, uh, you know, writing on the success of you know uh, Into the Spider Verse and, and the Miles Morales, um, you know, this and it's the funny thing is you know we're t- and then the the other announcement they've said is they're talking about doctor strange and of course the doctor strange netflix not Netflix, excuse me the doctor strange disney plus show the multiverse of madness um you know bringing doctor strange into this movie is going to bring in the multiverse and of course you know if they bring in toby mcguire if they bring in andrew garfield and the whole thing is the one thing they haven't mentioned yet and once again you get a young person and a total unknown you know there might be a miles morales in this movie or 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 some version of that um you know i think they might they may try to like yeah yeah exactly yeah i mean it, it's a it's a, well, I mean, it's a peter part. parker spider-man so, yeah. movie but you know you could bring in an actor the same way spider-man was brought in like on civil war you know spider-man was in civil war for you know, a couple minutes and you know you could bring in a young actor to be miles morales you know even if i mean literally even if it's like you're visiting his universe for two minutes you know and then that kid will then carry on the spider-man you know the spider-man miles morales story so you know make another right. billion dollars for sony and marvel um so you know with uh you know with uh 
Doctor Strange and with Electro, uh, you know, it looks like they're bringing that whole thing together. And, you know, and, and, and I hope we get Tobey Maguire. Well, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Andrew Garfield, but, you know, I'll give credit where credit's due and stuff like that. So, um, you know, if they bring him in, it'll definitely bring a, like a totality, <laughs> you know, where they can, and you can bring them both in and they don't, and quite frankly, they don't even have to wear the spider suits. Like, you know, they can be Peter Parker, you know, even in the Spider-Verse, they had the Peter Parker where like he was wearing like an army jacket and sweatpants. You know, you, you, you could have right. that version of Peter Parker where like, to, you know, okay, Tobey Maguire isn't in the greatest, probably isn't in the greatest of shape as he was back in 2002. But, you know, you know, and I... Oh, you could easily take care well, of that. Yeah. That's not a problem. Saying, and, you know, and look, and I know, um, I know Tobey Maguire has a reputation of being a fucking asshole from what, you know, I, I've learned this recently like that, like off, off camera, he's a fucking asshole. Uh, but you know, I love those Tobey Maguire. You know, I mean, yeah, okay, three sucked, <laughs> but Spider-Man 1 and 2, the, the Sam Raimi ones, um, I think, you know, uh, and then plus, and they're bringing Sam Raimi in to do, uh, Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. So, you know, it, all the pieces are coming together. So, uh, you know, I, I... But, you know, there again, keep in mind, too, that, you know, they really haven't, you know... I mean, th- there was apparently some recording going on in New York City for the next Spider-Man movie, but then, you know, that really never was confirmed, and... You know, it's it's not, like I was saying earlier, like, it's not very, you're not seeing a lot of these movies and TV series getting turned over this year, so we'll see how long this takes, but, I mean, I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm really hoping that they're going to get, like, um, <clears throat> they're going to really get, like, more people. Um, and you know, they do the, they do the, the spider verse. Cause I think that would be great. And then you, while you're doing all of that, you also set up miles Morales. Yeah. And, and by the way, by the way, you can do, I think that if they do do the miles Morales Spider-Man, they need to, they need to set it up in a way the, the same way that they did the original Spider-Man mm-hmm. trilogy. Um, give him a proper intro because we don't we need to do it with that character because you don't see, you don't see that character a lot so um, I really hope that they do that they dive into his his uh, mm-hmm. backstory um, but I do want him to kind of you know interact with obviously are the it's the Tom new Spider Man yeah. now, obviously. Tom Holland Spider Man. I mean well, so, I mean obviously this know. movie would be the one that starts it, but I mean you could do the cop out where the Miles Morales Spider Man takes place in another universe. You know, so so I'm yeah, sure that's you don't what have to worry about do, you know, but the Avengers and the whole Thor. You know, you don't have to worry about all those. You could just yeah, say have I mean you know, I mean well, you you would have to. I mean, you you could do like what you did with the original tri- trilogy and not include any other Marvel characters. But you know, if I were Marvel, if I were Sony, I would I would try to include that in this universe just because it gives it another little twist in it. Now, if it's too much Spider Man and they think it's going to be too much Spider Man, then fine, don't do it. But you know. Why not? I mean, nobody says you can't have two Spider-Mans in one I'm universe. So, yeah. Okay, so um, Sean Connery. I mean, not really nerdy news. I mean, but his last movie was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I guess you know Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. uh, The Rock. I'm only borrowing your Humvee. <laughs> um, Sean Connery, rest in peace. I mean, I wasn't a big James Bond fan, so like I don't really know Sean. I, like I know Sean Connery from like the later, you know. Once again, you know the Highlander. Rock. I never saw. You know the. I've never saw the Highlander. I've, I, I, <laughs> you need to watch that too. That was a good. One. Like so, like if you've ever seen the TV series, because what they did is they eventually merged the two which was great um i just 
you know that he he was good in that. He was good in um, obviously what you said the last one there. Um, well, the, I mean, I like The Rock. I'm saying I, I love The Rock. Like like yeah, I mean, The Rock was those, good. Like you know, it's I mean, it's such a bad. Is that the one he did Nicholas, with um, Cage? Is that the one he did with? Um, was it Nicholas Cage? Or what? I'm, I'm, there was another one he did with Catherine oh, Zeta was, Jones, right? Um, no, wait. It was where they were, they were thieves, no, that's right? Michael I think. Douglas, and that's um. No, 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 no. Because oh, there, there yeah, was one yeah, where yeah. he he did yeah, a movie with her. That's where she, she shows her ass going down the going under the laser. Oh my goodness! Why am I drawing a blank? Yeah. I have, let me see. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna Google that. Yeah. I was I was gonna say dis- disclosure, but <laughs> the disclosure was Catherine Zeta Jones and Michael Douglas, if I'm not mistaken. Oh no, that was Entrapment. Entrapment. Yeah, that's it's Entrapment. Where... That was a good movie. That was a really good movie, man. Like I like that movie. Um, she no, he wasn't in. Yeah. Never mind. I was Is thinking of somebody else. Rock. But... Okay, Entrapment. Yes, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I know people shit on that movie, but I actually like that. I like League of. Yeah, Entrapment was good. I, I think that was one of his his better movies too. So yeah. I, you know. I mean, you know, and not to take anything away from his early career but you know that's i know uh, you know <laughs> my knowledge of him is is limited to towards the stuff towards career um you know and of course there's that that movie he did where he's wearing like the red underwear that all like you know sci-fi guys like and you know and it's sort of like you know and like red there's underwear. a movie that he did like in the 70s zardoz is the name of the movie the it's fuck? a movie called zardoz <laughs> and look it up look up sean connery zardoz and he's wearing he's he's wearing like just like red cloth with like kind of like an underwear and then like straps across his chest chest on like bandoliers and uh and then they're like these big giant yeah uh, uh, zardoz the name of the movie. and then like in the movie there's this big giant floating rock head and once again it's not a movie i've seen but it's one of those movies that like every sci-fi oh. geek like it's one of those movies that goes so bad it's good 1974 that's that's another one that's another one that he did that's really good um the hunt for red october that was yeah, another yeah, one course, yeah um Obviously, he was in uh, Dragonheart, so there's that one. I'm just kind of looking at the list. Yeah, Dragonheart like, was the voice of the dragon. I don't want to. I don't want to miss one. Uh, I can't remember First Night. I, I I've seen it, but I can't remember that movie for the life of me. But I think that one was good. Um, how, how can I? How can I forget? I don't touch him. Oh, Rising. Oh, the 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 one he did with Wesley Snipes, Rising Sun. I I don't remember yeah. that one either. But I know it's. That one to go to Japan. Medicine Man. Medicine Man was a good one. Um, Highlander. He was in. Obviously, I mentioned that. Um, the Avengers. What? No, it, no, that's the other Thanks. Avengers that was based on the, like the British TV show. Yeah, yeah, nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was the bad guy in that one where he's wearing like a kilt and he has like a, a control the weather device. It's so fucking cheesy. But yeah, that's the one with. Uh, yeah. So I mean, so so many good. So just I mean, oh, yeah. just and, and, so and many the good original movies. James Bond. And not to mention that James Bond is supposed to be a British character and he was from Scotland. And that like you know, as much as the British people love James Bond, they all have to fucking hold the fact the first James Bond was actually Scotland um, yeah so I mean just you know and then of course you know the kids the, the phrase that was big on the internet is you're all the man now dog <laughs> he did that movie where it's like teaches like a inner city kid to like be a writer you're all the man now dog um, yeah so uh, rest in plenary Rest in peace. Uh, Mandal- Mandalorian what season else two. Before, so we can get out yeah, before we get out of Mandalor- <laughs> Mandalorian season two. Uh, the first the first episode yeah. came out, and can I say spoiler, 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 spoiler? You've been warned. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Boba Fett is still alive. <gasps> oh my god. That was so fucking awesome. Um, now they had what they did was they did a bit of a, a bit of a misdirect for people where they had pictures and stuff of Timothy Oliphant wearing the Boba Fett armor, and um, but it turns out like he's a guy who came across the armor 
and then you know like he bought it off Jawas and shit like that and Timothy Oliphant's in the first episode and he plays like the, what they call the Marshal and they're on there and they're back on Tatooine for some reason there's a million fucking planets in the galaxy fucking Mandalorian wait doesn't the Mandalorian oh no the Mandalorian takes takes place yeah. after episode yeah. Episode six, After episode right? six, yeah, but I think before episode seven. Okay. And so, okay. in you know, the last we saw Boba Fett, he got knocked into Sarlacc pit, and you know, where he was supposed to be digested yeah. for years, you know. Um, and so we see someone with the Boba Fett armor, but then the joke is, take a guy like Timothy Oliphant, which I never realized how tall he was, but the joke is like he's wearing a Boba Fett armor, but he is way too tall to be wearing the armor. Like it, it fits him, but it fits him like like you know, like barely covers his chest, and you know, and he's wearing and and he's all tall and thin and stuff like that, and. And in the episode, he helps you know, our Mandalorian, which if I don't know if you watch the show at all, you know, it's it's a the guy in the show I've is not a real Mandalorian, he, but he yeah. has the armor. And I think he was raised by Mandalorian. Like, right. like he, yes, he follows he their yep. code, but he's not from Mandalorian. And um, right. so then at the very end of the episode, uh, you know, the camera pans over and then uh, Tenemura Morrison from Attack of the Clones uh, turns around and walks away. Because remember, you know, Boba Fett was a clone of Jango. Jango Fett. Jango Fett was the template for all the clones. So the guy who played the clones in right. all the movies, uh, he turns around and walks away. So, um, you know, and I hope they don't do some cop-out bullshit and say like, oh, that was a clone with Boba Fett's armor. I hope that is legit Boba Fett. Um, I'm seeing that, like, the show, I mean, I think right now, you know, that show has enough good faith, and they're not gonna throw that character out the window. I mean, they brought Baby Yoda in, and they have all this, it's so many good shows, and, and, and John Favreau has done such a good job that um, like, it, they're not gonna do cop-out and say like, like, oh, that's not. They 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 did the fake out because they show Timothy Elephant. I'm like, how the fuck is Timothy Elephant wearing this fucking armor? But it was because he came across the armor later on. And then and then they have Tenemura Morrison at the end of the episode. So, um, I mean, I'm not like a big Boba. F- I'm not like super excited that he's in it. But now I'm curious. You know, I'm I'm very curious to see what John Favreau does with right. it. Um, okay. Um, uh, the big everyone's been playing Among Us. Among Us has been out for like now, Among Us has been out for like two or three years now. But but everyone's even. Us at the Tsunami Faithful play yeah. it, yes. Uh, but that's no different than uh, there was the one called what, the Town of Salem or Village of Salem. It was the exact same game. There was a game called Mafia back in the day, which is the exact same game where everyone kind of has to, like, someone is a murderer and everyone has to figure out who the murderer is. And then, you know, and then the murderer starts pointing fingers at other people. Um, I haven't played it yet, uh, but I have played Town of Salem. Um, I remember when Mafia was the big game years, I mean, the year 2000, like Mafia was out. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but I have been playing Fall. Fall Guys, or at least Fall Guys for the PS4. And the thing that sucks is that, like, you need a PlayStation Plus account to play Fall Guys. So I caved in. I paid the 60 bucks because my daughter really wanted to play Fall Guys. Um, but now I'm part of PlayStation Plus. The one thing that's cool about PlayStation Plus is, like, every month they let you download, like, two games. And, and what they do is, like, you know, but it's only good for that month. You know, and, and what they do is they, they purposely, like, they'll give you, like, the base, base game for free. And then if you want anything cool in the game, it's all microtransaction like that. So, you know, that's that's their, uh, like, you're like, oh, great, for 60 bucks I get two games a month? Yeah, but they get you by... They- <laughs> Ironically, it looks like Sketch and them are playing Among Us as we as we're recording this podcast. So. <laughs> and then somewhat tsunami related, but uh, uh, Venture Brothers was canceled. That's something we had that happened since the last episode. Um, yeah, everything is still very much up in the air. If there's going to be any kind of future, 
I mean, of course, the dream would be that they, they they would be allowed to do at least a movie or some sort of wrap up special or something, you know. And and, and I, I guarantee you, if you put that on fucking HBO Max, uh, you know, people people will pay for HBO Max to see the wrap up movie. You know, I, I you know I, I hope and pray that you know something happens. You know, you don't have. To, I mean, as much as I would love for them to just say, okay, we're gonna do like a movie on Cartoon Network. No, put it on put it on HBO Max. Let the people go there for a little while and then bring it to Cartoon Network like a year or two. Um, yeah. There's going to be no robot in Rocky Five, <laughs> but that's not that important. And, yeah. um, my last bit of news is Tatiana Mislani. Uh, she was on the show Orphan Black. I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, she's been cast. At, well, I think it's one of those deals where it was so much rumors and then she actually came out and denied it. Uh, but it's one of those things where like all the arrows are pointing that she's been cast as the new She-Hulk, which will be, um, a Marvel TV series, which will probably be one of the, the Disney Plus shows and stuff like that, which, you know, yeah. and great. And she's a great actress. I mean, I don't think I've seen. I don't think when that story came out, I don't think I saw one person that said um, that they weren't happy with that casting. So uh, I'm very excited to see what they do. And then plus, you know, uh, you know, what are they going to do with a show when the character is usually she's usually as the She-Hulk all the time. She doesn't go back from. She doesn't usually go back and forth from like normal to to, to Green Monster. She usually stays as Green Monster. So I wonder if they're going to do some sort of funky uh, CGI. Are they going to have her go back and forth in a show? so you know so it saves money or you know but once again i mean cgi is getting to the point where you know i think they could they could do the show entirely like motion capture and let her be she hulk you know the, the right whole series. Yeah. we got to that point where television can't have a cgi character every episode um all right so i know we're gonna cut this short i know you gotta go um so i will put in all the end of show stuff so let's wrap this up that's, That's what, what she, she said. said. Please visit two strangers one podcast.net or dot com. You can find links to all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes page. So if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, uh, who does people do people still have iPods? But I guess I don't know. But if they don't, you can still buy them. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. So you can subscribe to this podcast there on iTunes. Or if that's how you get your uh, your your podcast. If you don't have any of those devices, you have an Android device, you can find us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. Uh, you can put on Listen Later and available offline. So when you're out and about, you know, I mean, I know we're still in the middle of the pandemic, but if you're cleaning your house or whatever, you don't want to kill your data and you don't want to kill your battery, you can listen to them uh, that way. You just get them on your Wi-Fi. Uh, and... Uh, Every podcast worth listening to is on iTunes. You know, you got Kevin Smith's Modcasts. You got, uh, I don't know, who's, I'm trying to do what other, you know, Serial, all those other podcasts. And of course, Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. You mean Apple Podcasts. It's not iTunes anymore. Oh, excuse me. Wow, Jesus, that's how old I am. Apple Podcasts. And, and well, you're tired. I'll, I'll forgive you today. <laughs> um, and then, or you can go right to the source. Uh, um, and download them directly from our SoundCloud, the, 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 our main hosting site, SoundCloud. I make all the available, all the episodes available for download. Uh, if you want to write to the show, you want to curse me out and say what a horrible, disgusting human being that I am, uh, like our mega fan Oscar, and I check that he has not written the show. He has fallen into, uh, the last, COVID. yeah, the last time he wrote us was April 27th. Um, but if you want to write into the show, you can do so at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's two strangers one podcast all spelled out at gmail.com. Uh, let me see. If you want to follow us on Twitter, 
you can follow us at Stranger Podcasts. Um, you know, really nothing there. I think it's just a, it just rebroadcasts all our, all our Facebook posts. Um, we want your money. We need your money. And until I get out of this fucking depression, <laughs> whatever the fuck's going on in my life, and I set up a, 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 a Patreon or an OnlyFans or one of those deals. Um, and let me tell you, I have, okay, cause like I said, I follow, a lot of like Instagram models and stuff like that. I'm not going to lie. I signed up for two OnlyFans. Um, this girl, Soft Queen or some shit like that. And this other one, Barbie Chuleta. Uh, Barbie Chula, excuse me, Barbie Chula. But Barbie Chula is uh, like, uh, in Spanish, there's a phrase, Papi, ch- papi, chu- papi Chulo. And so she papi chula but my barbie chula it's a long it's it's this girl she's like italian and spanish and she's really hot and i follow her on instagram and i've I've interacted with her a couple times on instagram and stuff like that she's a very sweet person but like i went on her only fans and i'm not gonna lie you want to call me a fucking simp or whatever the case may be you know and it was like six bucks or something like that um like it's a lot of racy pictures but no real nudity and i'm sort of like now, mind you, this is a, sus- a subscription service, so I set it up so I only have the one month, and because you know, had, had you know, once again, it's one of those deals. Like, yes, I could go and go online and see naked people anywhere, but you know, once you get to know somebody like online, like a persona, and you interact with them, uh, you know, the, who doesn't want to see someone naked? Um, but she's not naked. Like, oh, she'll wear like something like she'll wear like a mesh top, and you can see the nipples through the mesh top, but you can't. You know, I want to see titties. And so, uh, uh, you know, and the, the soft queen, well, that one has nudity and has sex. Once she's not as famous, so whatever. And, uh, she's like a foot fetish person, which I'm not a foot fetish guy, but I was curious in hers because she looks like Ray from the, the Force Awakens. And she's done a couple of porns where she's, she's doing porn dressed up like Ray from the Force Awakens from, from Star Wars. So that's, that's how she caught my eye. And once again, that, that one was like 10 bucks a month or whatever. And I'm not gonna, like, it was, she was sexy and everything like that. Um, I'm not gonna continue to give this person money. I, I, I sort of also just did it just to see what the experience is like, was like. But, um, you know, I mean, once it, once one had porn, one didn't have porn. Uh, like, OnlyFans is always like what you decide to put on there. Um, but like, you know, for both of them, you know, I could see porn for free. You know, it was just curious on, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, it was nice to see the, the Star Wars porn. Um, but, you know, it's sort I'm of shaking my head at you right now. It's, That's what, they, it's what they bring to the table, you know, saying, and, you know, I'm not going to pay to see <sighs> racy photos. If I can see people fucking a woman get two dicks up the ass and two dicks in the pussy at the same time, you know, why am I paying to see a girl's, you could kind of see her nipple through her, like, fishnet, uh, you know, uh, top or whatever. So, um, so yeah, I was curious. So what? I, I spent you know sixteen bucks. I learned I learned something about myself. Uh, <laughs> and okay, so we want your money. We need your money until I can set up an OnlyFans. And trust me, if I do an OnlyFans, you're gonna see my nuts. You're gonna see everything. Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm gonna let you know right up, right up front. You know, you wanna see these nuts. Um, but you can uh, support us by liking and sharing us on Facebook, liking sharing this page, liking sharing our, our, our this particular episode. Just go to facebook.com, Facebook slash Two Strangers One Podcast, all spelled out. 
and of course, anything that's not available on our SoundCloud or 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 Apple Podcast, it's going to be all the old episodes, uh, six to seven years worth of episodes, are all available on our YouTube page. Just go on YouTube, search for Two Strangers Love Podcast. We haven't we haven't gotten enough subscribers to earn the 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 like youtube.com slash two strangers on podcast. Um, but, uh, we have, you know, you can go and search, you can, you know, which would be great if you want to subscribe to that so we can get subscribers so we can uh, get those numbers up also. And, uh, you can find that, you can find on that, on our YouTube page, you can find links to my audiobook, How I See Itself in the Road, which is basically my second novel. Um, there's a computer that reads it to you, but it does have music and stuff like that. Uh, you can find three albums worth of music from my, my music persona, XLNYC. And I think that's it. Yeah, I can ask the floor to you, sir. Yeah, enough about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can email me, Paul Pascrillo at TunamiFaithful.com. And you can uh, follow me on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. So, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. That was quick. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm that quick. Maybe. <laughs> And I guess we could end it here by saying we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. Don't be a stranger. Peace. You should be fapping. Clear your ass with a day. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But... (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. I broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. Him, punny. But. (laughs) (laughs) Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialist, Lynette. Oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in Lotto history. Much like the recent Powerball, both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. (laughs) 
Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just wanted to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen's not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No. This is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on. Come I, like on. I can see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know, you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information at Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.